620 Live, that we may all speak boldly. We wish you a very Merry Christmas. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write, Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. Revelation chapter 14, verse 13. Let's start off by looking at the prior verse here, which is Revelation chapter 14, verse 12. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Now, verse 12 is basically a reminder for the saints during the tribulation to keep the commandments of God. What we need to understand with this is, you know, I, I mentioned it before how bad the world is now, but whenever the tribulation is taking place, it's going to be exponentially worse than even what it is right now. So as bad as you think it is, or as bad as you know it is, it's going to be even worse then. And and we would need the reminders because we need them in today's society of, you know, God and and to keep the commandments and, and to follow him because it helps us, you know, stay grounded and to remember who is in control when the world seems chaotic, you know, full of chaos, which is a lack of control. But, you know, we know that God is, in fact, in control. Um, just as the reminder of, you know, God is there for us, you know, and, and helping us, it's also going to remind them and to help them, to comfort them during such stressful times. You know, we stress out often, you know, because the bill is coming due and you're going to, you know, wonder where the money is coming from. Or, you know, say your uh, oven's element goes out and, and you've got a big Thanksgiving dinner or a big Christmas dinner or a big get-together coming up, you know, you worry about how you're going to, you know, handle that particular thing. Uh, those may be stress, you know, and, and likely are for everybody, you know, but the tribulation time is going to be a lot more stressful than even that, you know, and the reminder, like I said, of God being in control and protecting us and and strengthening us and guiding us is is helpful and will be helpful to them as well. Now, the, the saints during this time are, are going to be shunned because there's going to be all kinds of different explanations of the reason that things have happened, you know, and and I can't give you like a exhaustive list because people can come up with all kinds of, of different things and different reasonings and, you know, quote unquote, explanations of the reason that things have happened. But uh, we know what the truth is and that, you know, the 
rapture has taken place. And yes, I know, and I will probably say this every time I say that word. It is not in the Bible. I understand that, you know. But we will know that, um, you know, God is the reasoning behind, you know, all of this and everything that is going on, that it is the the plan that has been in effect for longer than any of us have been alive. You know, the saints during this time that are preaching, you know, the gospel and telling others about Jesus are, are going to be shunned. And, you know, we can see that in society nowadays where, you know, Christians are shunned because of their beliefs and how they, you know, act. Um, you know, someone who gets saved doesn't go out and, and party anymore the way they used to in their, you know, pre-salvation life. You know, and they'll get shunned by the friends that continue to party and, and do things like that. You know, um, but these these different factions during this tribulation period are going to have an effort of, of tolerance. Um, the, the political power, the governing power of the time are going to basically tolerate the Christians, you know, because they're going to be tolerating all other religions as well. And, you know, they're going to lump Christianity in there. And what I mean by this, uh, I'm coming up with, like, you know, religions off the top of my head here. It's not not in my notes. Um, but they're, the governing powers are going to tolerate the, the Buddhists. They're going to tolerate... Um, you know, Christians are going to tolerate those that, you know, worship Scientology. They're going to tolerate those that, you know, worship auras or, you know, those that worship other idols. They're going to tolerate those, um, you know, lumping everyone in there until the one world religion comes into play. Um, but eventually during the tribulation period, it's going to get worse and worse on the Christians where, like in the Left Behind series, they begin, you know, to blame Christians for things that are going on, you know, and, and the Christians, those that are preaching the gospel of Jesus anyway, they will continue preaching the gospel of Jesus even after you know, they are told to stop, you know, to the point to where, you know, they will be put to death for their beliefs, you know, whenever, you know, it comes down to taking the mark of the beast or, you know, being beheaded. Um, you know, they, they will take the beheading and death because, you know, death here on earth, you know, means in heaven, with Jesus, so it will get to that point, which you know seems kind of far fetched, you know, at one point in history. But you know, in all honesty and actuality, it's really not that you know far removed from today's society because 
we can see in other worlds or not other worlds um other nations you know where there are martyrs for Christ because of you know the political views of you know the different nations of the world you know um this stands as a good reminder like I was just saying that the world we live in nowadays is harsh um and, and all of us need the encouragement that we can see here you know throughout the whole Bible I'm not saying there's not encouragement throughout the whole Bible because there is but you know there's a lot of encouragement here in Revelation as well you know like I've said before we know the end of the book we know who is victorious but you know also seeing the wicked of the world who have gotten their way for years upon years and time upon time upon time again we see in Revelation that they finally get what's coming to them. Uh, the the promise of you know God is is coming true here. It's very difficult, um, at least for me, uh, from time to time in this world when when things seem to you know be getting you down, whether it's a a physical injury or you know you're going through say a, a depressing time or you know you're having some emotional trouble and and it's rough you know not only on your body physically but emotionally and you know all of it you know begins to to wear you down and you get to the point of where you get discouraged you know, from day to day. And I'm not saying it happens every day, and I'm not saying that it happens, you know, to everyone all of the time. But even the most upbeat person will, you know, go through despair or discouraging times, you know. And unfortunately, some people deal, you know, with uh, what I think is called, like, chronic depression, where they're, you know, depressed all of the time and I I truly hate that for them because I can I can only imagine what it you know is like because I know whenever I go through you know the the periods in my life that you know depress me how bad and how sad and all that I feel and to live like that all of the time is you know got to be one of the harshest things that there is, and, you know, it's why we need to, you know, lift these people up in, in prayer that suffer through this, um, which, you know, brings me to the point that this verse will encourage us with that, but, you know, we need every bit of encouragement that we can get. You know, say that, let me see if I can give you a good example here. Say that I'm going through a depressing time you know no matter what happens say I'm going through a depressing time and I call you know my best friend and get him to pray for me you know um you know ask him to pray for me and and not to you know I, I can tell him what's going on and you know ask him to ask people to pray you know just not tell anybody what's going on 
you know, it's it's a whole snowfall or snowball effect that it rolls and it continues building upon, you know, layer upon layer upon layer of people praying for you and praying for the healing, praying the encouragement that you need to get through it, you know, and it it helps you get through that time. You know, surrounding yourself with good Christian people help get you through times like that. They've helped me, and I'm sure they've helped you that, you know, are listening, you know, because life, life is not easy. You know, whether you're a Christian or not, life is not easy. You know, and it's even harder whenever you are a Christian because of the persecution, because of the judgment, because of, you know, everything else that's going on. You know, people, people judge you. People judge people, period. You know, it's, so it's not easy. And, you know, none of us, you know, during, during this, you know, time frame, as well as during the tribulation, none of them will be able to take the beast on by themselves. None of us can resist, you know, Satan by ourselves, which is why we need to surround ourselves with good Christian people. You know, open the Bible, read it. it it's a book of encouragement. And something else that we need to look at here with the you know, the tribulation aspect of this and living during that time and, and resisting the beast is, like I mentioned, you know, a little bit earlier, it's going to be harsh and it's going to be to the point of where you take the mark of the beast or you take death. Um, and, I, you know, like in, in the Left Behind series, they, you know, used the guillotine and, and beheaded the people. I'm not... Yeah, I don't want to say that's what they're going to do in during this time period. Um, they may because it is gruesome, and I, you know, believe that the powers during that time will be going for the, you know, shock effect, and you know, that's a good way to bring people over to their side. Is look what happens; you will suffer this gruesome death if you do not follow us and take the mark. But I also believe, you know, there's probably going to be shooting, you know. You see them, and they don't take you, shoot you in the head. Um, I, they're going to make a spectacle of it, I I do believe. But either way, resisting the beast during the tribulation is going to result in death. Um, but like I said earlier also, that death will be their victory as well because they will leave this earth and, you know, will wake up or, you know, immediately be in heaven. Um you know, Jesus is, he's always with, he sent us a a helper in, in the form of the Holy Spirit, which is part of the, you know, triumvirate, the triune God, the Holy Trinity in, in the Holy Spirit. And that that is our encouragement and our, you know, our, our help. You know, it helps us continue going on it helps to guide us to strengthen us to comfort us to you know to be there for us and you know looking at philippians four thirteen, 
you know, the verse states that I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And that's never more true than, you know, when you have people praying for you, praying for that help, for that strength, for that comfort, for, you know, whatever it is that you need. And yes, you can do all things through Christ, you know, and that that will help us. It will help you to know that, that Christ is, is with you. And while I'm saying, you know, that, you know, we need that strength and, and we do, the tribulation saints, you know, living during that time period are going to need that help as well, that strength as well. Anywhere from 50,000 to 90,000 people are killed each year because of their faith. Now, the word martyred, you know, is used a lot. You know, some people may not understand what it means and, you know, but still, look at that staggering number. 50,000 to 90,000 people are martyred or killed for their faith each year. 50,000 to 90,000. That is a lot of people. Now, you know, while that is extremely, to me, it's extremely shocking and, you know, um, hurts my heart, we can look at that number and see encouragement in this. And, and let me explain that, because if you look at it from this point of view, it's, it's very encouraging. Let's look at it, the 50,000 to, 50, to 90,000 people that are martyred are 50,000 to 90,000 people that were steadfast, steadfast in their faith, in their belief of Jesus, in the trusting of Jesus. I personally take a lot of encouragement from that. You know, if someone were to put it to you of denounce Jesus and live or continue in your belief, in your steadfastness, in your words of Jesus and you're going to die. You know, that's that's extremely, um, and how can I, how can I, um, say this? It, it really puts your faith on display. You know, either, yes, you are firmly in the faith and, you know, to describe it, you tilt your chin up, you know, exposing your throat, saying, go ahead, kill me, because I'm not denouncing Jesus, or... You're, basically, you're either lifting your chin and saying that I'm not going to denounce Jesus or you're going to lower your chin in shame and denounce Jesus. 
you know, it's, it really is, it's that reality, reality check, or that spiritual check there, and you'll probably hear me talk a lot about the Left Behind series, because, you know, it's one of my favorite series, and, you know, I know it's fictionalized of, you know, the tribulation period, but I, I, I still just, I like it, um, you know, it really enjoyed the majority of of the books there, but I'm I'm reminded of this scene, and it, it's where the the women are in prison and they're singing and praising God, and you know a couple of them, you know, that were standing by watching, you know, received Christ, and and the marks appeared on their forehead, the uh, marks of the believer. And um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but it's a man's wife who, you know, is is spreading the word. I believe it's in uh, the scene where they're um, in, you know, uh, the prison of of Greece. And uh, they tell them to quit singing, but yet, you know, they continue on and they basically beat the the tar out of this woman i can't remember if it's with a nightstick or you know something else like that but they bust out her teeth you know break her nose or bust her nose and you know she's spits out like teeth but yet she does not denounce jesus and she continues praising god you know, and, and again, I know for, you know, the people out there that are going to say, well, that's fictionalized, you know, that's not going to happen. No, that specific scene is not going to happen with those specific people. But I do believe there's going to be scenes very similar to that during the tribulation where people's faith is so extremely strong and grounded in God that, you know, they will be tortured and beaten and bloodied and, and, you know, all of that. And yet, they will not even come close to denouncing Jesus. You know, if anything, I believe they're going to get louder in proclaiming Jesus. You know, the, the fact that there's going to be people out there like that encourages me and I'm hoping that it encourages you as well but so I do believe that Philippians 4:13, while it's a favorite verse of many people I believe it's going to be a steadfast verse during the tribulation period because it's going to be our go-to verse because we can look at that and you know just in reading it or just in hearing it it seems to um, not re- revivify your faith, but it seems to, you know, uh, sturdy it up, you know, to help it, to lift it up, to to brace it for the impacts that the world is and, and the beast in general are going to throw against it. You know, um, I want to look at the, the part of the verse here where it says the voice from heaven and I'm putting that in you know air quotes even though I know you can't see it so I'm going to going to tell you the you know voice from heaven is in quotes here 
what this specifically means is that the voice is coming from heaven um comes directly from heaven and while it, you know some people may look at it like you know it's probably just in his head you know regardless of when you want to say john is during this time whether he is physically in heaven seeing all of this whether he is spiritually heaven seeing all this where all of this is taking place in his mind you know whether he is sitting on the beach on the island of patmos uh, whether he's sitting in a cabin or, or whatever wherever john is when this is taking place this speaking from heaven this voice from heaven you know it is coming from heaven regardless of whether he is wherever he is or whatever he is doing he is still getting this voice from heaven you know and what that actually does for this is giving the things that john is going to write and everything that he's going to say that he sees and does it gives it certain truth it gives its credence you know it lends a certain level of truth to it because you know there's no part in the bible that is a lie there's you know god does not lie he cannot lie because lying is a sin and god is holy 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 but something else that this when it says it comes from heaven you know what it also does is it displays the fact that God's holy power is behind this, that it is empowering this. And, you know, that it, again, like I said, it gives it credence. Uh, it, it's the ultimate authority here. Uh, the writing part of this is instructing John that he needs to write these things down you know, for his reference, for his remembrance, for, you know, the people that he's telling this to so that they can read it and see it. And a lot of people want to think that it's just for the churches of Asia Minor that he is writing to. But in all actuality and fact, he's writing it to them, but he's also writing it to us as well. And everybody that you know, has been alive between those churches and writing until now and on past you know this day and time that we live in now to how many years it is until you know jesus comes back you know to put down his uh you know eternal kingdom because when the tribulation takes place the rapture takes place you know and, the, and then the tribulation the book of revelation is still going to be in the bible it's not going to magically you know just disappear because this has happened you know they're going to use this as a a guidebook in the guidebook of life you know to you know put it in a way but you know john is told to write this to to preserve it to you know have it you know for everybody to go back and and, and reference it and like I said you know earlier here that many may find you know the book of Revelation to be depressing but we need to take it and this reason behind these 
you know, this series that I'm doing here, the seven seven blessings of Revelation, is because these blessings, this book of Revelation, is uplifting and encouraging to us. Hey, I'd like to take this time to invite you to Sparks First Baptist in Sparks, Georgia, where services start on Sunday at 10.30 a.m. on Sunday night at 6 p.m. and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. If you're in the area, we'd love to have you stop by and worship with us. Thank you for checking out 620 Live Podcast. We ask that you please like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Be sure to tell everybody about us.